This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. No, it doesn't. Not on a football Friday. What is up? The warm-up show on this gloomy, brutal Friday. But, the, you know, Eddie's still got a glow to him. That's kind of cool to see. And, of course, for me on the screen, his name is Al Brock Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning there, Jerry. We uh, had our holiday uh, morning show get-together yesterday. Last Did anybody night. get drunk and swing off the chandeliers? Uh, no, but uh, uh, we, we all had our share of alcohol, and I was talked into some red wine, and I'm hurting a little bit this morning, Jerry. I'm not, are uh, you? Yeah, really? Yeah, I'm a, weak, I'm a weakling when it comes to drinks. Uh, well, I I don't know you as a wine drinker. I only know you as the light beer and then back in the day, the vodka. Yeah. Yeah. I got talked into the red wine because that was like seemed what everyone was drinking. And it seemed at the time I was like, yeah, red wine does go with meat. It does go with meat. They you know say, I, you know, what I mean, Jerry, and it's uh, and it was, oh, I'm sure high quality uh, red wine. Sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It probably wasn't the best thing for me to be consuming. How do you feel now? Uh, a little scale foggy. of one to ten. Uh, a ten being like I'm I'm feeling awesome. A ten being Al on a normal Friday morning. Oh, okay, uh, I am a seven. That's not bad. That's not terrible. That's actually pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, after a holiday party, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty. Up. You know what, Jerry? You are correct. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. By right. the way, the Yankees signing this Carlos Rodon. Yeah, or Rodan. What's his Rodan? Name? You're right. You got it. You got it. Which, by, by the way, I broke the news to the staff at the at the Christmas. Uh, you were on your phone. I well, I <laughs> I like to see what's going on in the sports world. Sure. And I was like, oh, this is you know, this is uh, the, the Yankees going to do that. I don't even know if the Yankee fans wanted this guy, other than they felt like they needed somebody, and this guy's name was the name out there. The Yankee fan wants another bat. That's what they want. A stick, Jerry. They did not lose to the Astros last year because of pitching. They didn't. They didn't hit. That's what they wanted. Now, let me ask you this. Can this guy hit Carlos? <laughs> Maybe he can DH That'd be on awesome. days he's not pitching. No, he can't hit. He's never hit because he played in the uh, in the American League until last year. He was with the Giants, but he was with the White Sox for like the first six or seven years of his career. And he's good. I mean, he's good. Is he awesome? No. Yeah, is exactly. he awesome? Yeah, no. that's what I want to know, Jerry. Is he awesome? Well, what would you consider awesome? Like a like a, like when Jacob Degrom is no. healthy, he's awesome. No, when Jacob Degrom has been healthy, he is thrown to an ERA between one point five and two. That is awesome. What about uh, Garrett Cole when he's uh, rolling? He's awesome. You know what? Here's what I would say about Garrett Cole: consistently good. Okay, so is Carlos Rodon 
that's what I think you'll get. You'll get I a mean, Garrett Cole type, all right? Jay. Maybe. I mean, he now he's had injury issues in his career. That's number one. This guy. Yes. Here's the good news. I think, and I got to check this. Pretty sure he's already had Tommy John surgery, so that's a good thing. Um, he pitched well last year in San Francisco. Forget the wins and losses. He threw to an ERA just under three, so that's good. Um, I think you've got another, like a co-ace. Like Garrett Cole is really consistent and really good. I think that's what you're going to get from this guy. It's a good signing. There's nothing wrong with it. The problem is the Yankee fan wanted someone else that's going to move the needle offensively in the postseason, and they didn't do that. Hmm. And is there anyone left? Uh, I don't really think so, no. Right. I, I mean, Dansby Swanson, I think, is out there. I don't know if that excites him. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I'm not 100% sure. I have to check. Um, but I think he's still out there. But all the guys are gone now. So it kind of is what it is. If you're going to make a move now, it's going to be via trade, I would think. And I don't know that they're trading for anybody. Do you? No. I think they just spent a billion dollars on Aaron Judge. They just gave this guy $160 million. They've got the – I now with this deal, I'd have to see where they stack up payroll-wise, but I think they were only second in the Mets. So in terms of payroll, they're spending their money, but I don't think the Yankee fans excited because they're going to see the same offensive lineup that you saw last year, right. essentially. And that's going to tick people off. Right. Well – Tick them off, I guess. I think you'd be a little annoyed, but at the but at the end of the day, you do still have a really good team that will be in the playoffs. That if they can ever figure it out against the Astros, for God's sakes, they got a good chance to win a World Series. Now, who about what about this dude the Mets signed catcher? Yeah, I don't know anything about him. I really Omar don't. Narvaez. Yeah, I don't. I don't know a lot. I, I I do not. When I saw it on the show sheet, I'm yeah. like, I'm not even familiar with him. Hmm. And you watch MLB Network. I do watch a lot of it, but I don't know. I don't really know. Him. I thought this real quick before you talk about the Mets. Mm-hmm. So you think back to well, all right. So think about the glory days for you. Give me 1986. Yeah. All right. That's fine. So give me something in the 80s and give me two big players on one team. Like all right. I could give you uh, offensive players, not pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember to me. Back in the 80s, the Brewers were, like, a dominant offensive team. Okay. They had, like, Gorman Thomas, Ben Oglevy. Perfect. So there you go. Gorman Thomas, Ben Oglevy. Really good players. Yeah. Do you think, as the Brewer fans were watching them, that there weren't many days they were frustrated with them? But then time goes by and you think back, like, my God, we had Gorman Thomas, Ben Oglevy at the (laughs) same time. Yes. Would you not agree? Uh Uh-huh. Do you not think, as amazing as what the A's did, and they did win for sure when they had McGuire and uh, and what's his name Canseco. Canseco? You don't think that the A's fans had some weeks where they were really frustrated by Canseco and McGuire when they weren't hitting home runs? Yeah, when they were striking out nonstop. But, but we think back, we're like, my God, they had McGuire and 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 Canseco. Think what it's going to be like twenty years from now when the Yankee fan thinks back. We had Judge and Stanton. Wow. And think about how mu- how many days and times the Yankee fan is so frustrated with the strikeouts, the injuries, the lack of production as you're in the moment. But you know what? In 2042, Yankee fans are going to look back and be like, my God, we had Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton in the same lineup. And then they're going to, next thing they're going to think is, how did we not win more? Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty, you know, mm-hmm. they, they should be good. They'll be good. They'll be good. I hope so, Jerry. We need another stick. Well, yes. But again, think about... There's all right, no so, sticks left. But if I told you five years ago... Yeah. Five, yeah. Let's say five years ago, 
and I know Judge wasn't what he's become yet, but we kind of had an idea his rookie year. If I told you the Yankees were going to have a lineup that had Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Anthony Rizzo, just to name a few, DJ LeMayhew, I mean, it's like an all-star team lineup. They should be better in October, shouldn't they? They should. But they haven't. They're not. No. They're not, Jerry. I also see the Mets are moving in the right field wall. Yeah, that was out there. More than I thought. I thought it was only three or four feet. You wrote down, what, eight feet? Eight feet, six inches. Yeah. We got a lot more home runs out there. You you should, yeah. All those balls that hit the wall balls. will now be over the wall. Yeah, they said they're building some sort of uh, you know, seating for fans there where they're going to be able to sit on couches with TVs. Are they going to put a pool in? Uh, they did not mention a pool. Uh, we're not ripping off Arizona. They're going to make going to the ballpark just like staying home, Jerry. No, yeah, okay. Who's who's picking me up with the helicopter and they get me there? Yeah, exactly. That sounds. I right, mean, they're like they're going to be recliners and televisions. I'm like, great. That sounds like my house. How many times will you buy those tickets? Zero. Exactly. I'm, I have that set up at home. Right. Why do you have to go anywhere? Exactly. An experience at the ballpark. I do like the like in right field in some of these places where. There's there's like a a fence type thing out there in right field, and you could see people just sitting yes. sitting back there eating. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, do you remember when City Field was first opened? Yes, how big it was. Yeah, no one was hitting anything. No, and now the amount of uh, alterations they've made or uh, modifications to the to the uh, the the fence, it's the really it's not the same park anymore. Yeah, well, they had it that one thing when you would hit deep balls to left, and they would be caught. Yes, and to right and to center. Yeah. And you had guys complaining. Yeah, no, we need home runs, Jerry. You do need home runs. Well, you're going to get more of them now. I love a good home run. Yeah. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, uh, last night, Jerry, were you able to catch any of this 49ers-Seattle Seahawks game? So, I saw a good amount of it, and this was, I don't know how much you saw. I will tell you, this was one of the games that you have discussed forever that had to have driven you nuts if you were watching it. 16 penalties, 140 yards in penalties, in penalty yardage. And there were so many plays, Al, that were made. Even at one point, Al Michaels goes, oh, look at that, a flag. Of course there's another one. It was awful. There was one uh, roughing the passer on Bosa that I I, 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 don't, I don't get it. And you're going to tell me, well, I guess they think he fell on him too hard. It's a tackle. And to me, it wasn't a body weight thing. That was awful. There was an interception that Purdy threw 
that was called back for a touchdown that could have changed the direction of the game because a few plays later, um, when Seattle then had the ball, they fumbled, the Niners got. I mean, there were so many different things that went on in this game, and the penalties just waved off so much. It was brutal to watch. It also seemed like the Seahawks, you know, I watched the extended highlight package when okay. it came in. Yep. And on the two, both touchdown passes to George Kittle, the Seahawks looked like they quit in attempting to tackle him. So, well, I agree. So the 58, yard, I think it was 58, the one where he's like wide open and then just makes a cutback and then scores. Yeah. They were the one thing that um, Michaels and what's his name? Herbstreet. Kirk Herbstreet. That they were talking about. And this is where, this Brock Purdy, man. So his numbers, if you're just waking up, 17 of 26, 217, two touchdowns, started 11 for 11. Like really is playing the part of a good starting quarterback in the league. He was looking the entire time right, pump fake twice right, and then it just wasn't there. He turns left, and there's George Kittle wide open. Like, that was a purdy play. Purdy. Ah, a purdy play. Um, but you're right. It didn't seem like they gave you much. And then how about the fact that they get it to 21-13, and then the Niners just run it down their throat over the final 340 and never give Seattle the ball back? That's impressive. Usually that's a three and out. And then you're kind of grinding your teeth to see if your defense is going to hold it for the win. Yeah, one of the uh, and one of the Purdy uh, TDs to George Kittle, the one that went uh, in the middle to the middle of the field. Yeah, he looked so smooth. He fakes, you know, the the left screen, fakes the right screen, right, and then uh, George Kittle's just wide open in the middle of the field. Yeah. And then his second touchdown, he was wide open down the sideline. What's one thing you notice, though, mm. when Purdy drops back to pass? Protection. Yeah. I mean, you just said it. That's true. Pump fakes to the right, pump fakes to the left, nothing there. Oh, look, George Kittle's wide open. <laughs> well, when you've got four seconds to throw, as opposed to dropping back like last week where Mike White got his ass kicked in Buffalo, um, it's a different game. That's why. So let's So let's talk about Michael Parsons for a second. Real quick, I was thinking about this yesterday because I watched the video, uh, the longer form of the video, and I get what he's saying. It doesn't come out great, and if I'm the Eagles, I'm annoyed because Jed, that's their that's their quarterback. That's my um, quarterback. But it's so right. So let's say Brock Purdy last night does what he does, but the San Francisco defense doesn't play well, and they lose. All right, he threw for two. You would say he threw for 217 yards. Yeah. He threw for 400 yards. Right. He had a good day. He had a nice good. day. Yeah, not great, but they didn't win. Uh, what if he is being harassed and he gets sacked nine times last night and he doesn't go 17 for 26, he goes 13 for 27, throws for 200 yards, two touchdowns, and he is sacked eight times. But it's just there's so much that goes into an NFL game. Like I get what Parsons is saying to where I was thinking it almost makes zero sense that there's an MVP award in a team sport like football. Yeah. if You, like, you could have a quarterback of the year. You could have a wide You can even have an offensive player of the I year. I like that. Offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, special teamer of the year. But when you really think about it, it is asinine to have an MVP award in the NFL. And I know Boomer I'm Boomer's highest. I, oh, I know. Right? I get it. And good for him. He had a great season. Good for you. No doubt. But when you really break it down, think about the Super Bowls Tom Brady won because of his kick. Not because, but his kicker played a huge part. Though it's like the Bills have never won a Super Bowl. Scott Norwood, wide right. Like, Jim Kelly should be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. And instead, what do we think of? Boy, they, Loser. they were terrible in the Super Bowl. 0 for 4. Meantime, Brady's kicker hits everything, 
and he wins games that Jim Kelly otherwise would have lost. It really is stupid when you think about it. All right, let's call the NFL editor today. Say, hey, your award is stupid. Uh, can you have a number? Let me call yeah, Roger Goodell. Your MVP award is stupid. Here's Am I why. wrong? Like, no, when you you're think, right. It's you're silly. right, Jerry. It really is. So, like, you can make the case the MVP of the Niners is their defense. Let's make that case. You you could do that. Nick you definitely Bosa. could do that. Now, you can have an MVP of a game, I suppose, but for a season? Did you see the Nick know. Bosa sack? And I <coughs> hope this one wasn't the one that they called the flag out, where he just he came around the end and he just walloped it on the top of the shoulder of uh, Geno Smith and knocked him down that way. Um, I know. I don't man. think I saw. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, that was a pretty good one. I don't think I saw that because the one I'm talking about got called back oh, for yeah, roughing no. the passer. Yeah, I didn't see a flag on this one. Yeah, no, no, no. This was a roughing the passer call that I thought was absurd. So no, I didn't see that one. I'll have to check it. Would you remember what part of the game it was in? Mm, no, because I saw. I was back and forth on this game and the Devils game, Devils Flyers last night, and then I picked up this game, which is being rerun on NFL Network uh, when I got up down here at like three forty-five. So I've kind of seen a lot of it, but not all of it. Hey, Jerry, I think uh, it was right before that sack, like a few plays before. Oh, okay. All right, so there you go. So no, I did not see that. I don't remember yeah, seeing it. Yeah, it was pretty that. good. He just came around the bend and walloped Geno Smith right on the top of his shoulder. You know, that guy is pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's like T.J. Watt. He's like a game wrecker. He was a high draft pick, right? Yeah. Oh, I would, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So, Niners are going to be tough to beat. They really are. They're 10-4. and four. They clinched the division last night with the win. And all of a sudden, so two teams, think about this as we take a break, because we've got cool games coming up. Oh, that's right, Jerry. Um, you had the Giants were, what, 7-2? and two? Does that sound right? Yes. They're now 7-5-1, and one, haven't won a game in a month, although they did have the tie, so they haven't lost all those games. But the Seahawks, all of a sudden, you look up in that feel-good story, they're 7-7 seven and seven now. Yeah, not great. No, no, not great at all. And they're losing games at home. So, good for the Niners. Bad for the Seahawks, week 15, off and running. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have the ever-popular cool games coming up. Have not looked yet. Can't wait to see it, aside from the Cowboys and Jaguars I know about and the two local teams. Uh, we'll do that next, and then Boomer and Geo hungover on a Friday on The Fan.